Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second edition of this end of week uh, rugby lineup podcast, looking at the opening two rounds of the rugby championship tomorrow. As promised, we're going to have a quick look at uh, the Australia Argentina game uh, taking place in Argentina tomorrow afternoon in the first of two tests that Argentina will uh, play against Australia in this new kind of mini tour format um that the rugby championship has taken on so yeah the wallabies arrive in us in argentina and head to mendoza to take on a wallaby side uh, correction take on a puma side uh under michael cheka their new coach uh which could arguably be said to be having a fair degree of, of self-confidence and self-belief right now they're playing at home um you know, so far their uh, tenure under Michael Cheka after the Scottish series, which they won, looks pretty good. Um, you know, they kind of left it a little bit late in that final test against Scotland, but they did win the series um, with a very, very impressive comeback. And, you know, they're starting to to look the real deal again. Um you know, Argentina has a habit of building nicely for the World Cup when it matters most. And there are shades of deja vu here again. So we shall see. And obviously they're going to benefit from the fact that their new coach is very familiar with the Wallabies setup, having until relatively recently been the Wallabies coach himself. So, um, you know, he will make sure that the Pumas and Argentina are very well aware of what they're uh they're about to be facing and they will be well prepared. You know, I think there's that whole thing with Michael Cheka. He's a controversial and rather colorful figure. Um, love him or like him. Um, I, I think, you know, it's really interesting with, with Cheka. His tenure with the team is often very positive and very successful, but it tends to last two years. Well, and then he kind of fades and, uh, more the questions about his coaching ability come into play as opposed to the positives. Well, if you go on that, then perhaps Argentina played it pretty smart. They'll get two years out of him leading up to the World Cup um, and the World Cup itself, when he tends to take teams to, to their peak and do really well. So it's perfect timing. If he you know, does what he does traditionally with teams uh, based on form and in the past. So we shall see. It's a very, very interesting contest. You know, I know a lot of it's being overshadowed by uh, the big one in Nelsprit tomorrow morning. Um, but, you know, this game in its own right has plenty for us to, to look at ahead of the World Cup. Uh, these two teams could very much be facing each, uh, each other in either a quarterfinal or a semifinal. So we shall see. Uh, very, very interesting game uh, to watch. Uh, you'll be able to catch it at 3 p.m. Eastern on Premier Sports Asia or TSN's bonus streaming site. So, yeah, with no further ado, uh, let's get into looking at the lineups. You know, I think both teams are in a rebuilding phase. Obviously, Australia themselves um, and Argentina themselves. Australia are plagued by injury. That's one thing that... Uh, that Argentina themselves don't seem to be battling with as much. So in terms of depth of resources, they seem to perhaps have the edge over the Wallabies at the moment. Um, 
I think both teams are having issues defensively um, and discipline-wise as well, as well as execution. I think Australia get far too adventurous at times with the skill sets not quite yet being honed to perfection to be able to implement the kind of game that they want to play. And I would say that exactly the same scenario applies or the same uh, set of problems applies to to Argentina. Again, I think set piece wise, both teams are very equal. Both teams having trouble uh, really getting any kind of forward dominance and their set piece work often leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, Very unfortunate for the Pumas because their set piece work, particularly at scrum time, has traditionally been one of their strengths, but it's not really at the moment. And Australia kind of also struggling a little bit there, although showed some promise against England in the England series. Um, you know, I think what let Australia down um, in against England was A, the injury count, B, some very poor discipline at times, and just the execution side of their game. Um, it, it wasn't there. The ideas were there, I think, definitely, but the execution wasn't there. And, you know, as I say, I, I think you could say exactly the same thing about Ar- Argentina. So, you know, like for like, these are two very evenly matched teams right now. So, yeah, let's get into it and have a look at, at the lineups. I think I personally, looking at the front rows, um, I I think as a cohesive unit, provided uh, they can improve on their technique, I would say the Argentinians have the edge. Um, and certainly in Captain Julian uh, Montoya, you have a real leader of men and a real talisman for the team. Um, you know, he's world-class, you know, uh, premiership, premiership success with Leicester Tigers in the English premiership. Um, you know, he's he just a real force. And uh, Tetas Chaparro and Gomez Cadella looked really good. I was a little bit disappointed to not see Thomas Gajo even make the bench for this one. Uh, sorry, even get a start for this one. He is on the bench along with Augustin Creevy. But I personally would have preferred um, to see um, Gajo get a start because um, he's a real live wire as well. Um, but who knows? Maybe that's that's Cheka's thinking, you know, bring him on in the second half, particularly if uh, Australia are really battling up front and then use gajo as a as a real live wire in terms of uh he's no stranger to the try line so we shall see but yeah given given argentina the slight edge there over alan alatoa fellow fainga and james slipper although again i thought slipper had some really impressive performances in the england series um the bench i really like the bench for uh argentina thomas gajo i've already had mentioned augustine creevy who showed he's there's clearly a ton of life left in the old warrior in the Scotland series and Joel Sklavi impressive. Lachlan Lonergan, um, you know, uh, as a hooker replacement for Australia, he, I thought impressed against England and then Matt Gibbon and Taniela Tupo. I mean, you're not losing anything with Tupo. Uh, the only thing I guess you're, your worrying factor with Tupo disciplinary wise. I thought he was very poor against England in the England series. So we shall see, but yeah, I'm kind of giving, giving Argentina a little bit of the edge there, uh, especially at home. 
Second row, Matthias Alamano, Tavas Labanini up against Matt Phillip and Darcy Swain. Um, you know, I think Darcy Swain showed that he can clearly get rattled. Um, and Thomas Lavanini does like to rattle people. Um, I do think Lavanini's discipline is a lot better than it has been in days gone by. Um, and I think you don't lose anything in Matthias Alamano. But I would say, you know, from second row dynamism, I think Darcy Swain's a real threat. And I like Matthew Phillip. To me, he is Mr. Reliable in the second row for Australia. Um, so I'm actually kind of hedging my bets a little bit with the Wallabies, provided um, they can get some dominance in, in the lineouts. Um, you know, Argentina without Petty in the lineout, Guido Petty in the lineouts is a bit of a, a different beast. However, having said that, um, you know, uh, Alamano and and um, Levanini are operators. There's there's no question about it. And then also for Australia uh, on the bench, which also makes me feel they're going to have the edge, uh, provided um, their lineout throwing can be consistent is Nick Frost, who I thought had an excellent debut against England uh, in the England series. So we'll see. But yeah, my money's kind of hedging a little bit towards Australia there. In the back rows, um, Jed Holloway for Australia is getting a start. Uh, the Waratahs player who had a really good uh, super rugby season. Um, and Michael Hooper, Rob Valentini. You know, for Australia, I think Valentini and Hooper really need to click again together. Um, I thought the first test against England they worked really well, but then it kind of it kind of dipped quite dramatically for the rest of the series against England, from uh, particularly from Valentini, but even in the third test a bit from from Hooper, he got bossed around. You know, you don't you don't want to be suffering from any confidence kind of confidence crisis like that that Australian back row suffered against England when you're playing in Argentina in a back row with the likes of Marcus Kramer and Pablo Matera in it. Uh, Matera is playing number eight, Kramer uh, on the open side, and Juan Martin Gonzalez on the blind side. I like Gonzalez. Kramer is a beast, as is Matera. If Kramer and Matera can keep their discipline, I think they could really, they could really, especially on, on home soil, really make life very difficult for that Australian trio. Um, and you know, you've got Santiago Grandona and Rodrigo Bruni also on the bench for Argentina up against Rob Leota and Pete Samu, which is also a, a two very impressive Wallaby counters. But, um, I think, you know, discipline, discipline, discipline from both sides is, is required. And I think as a result, I'm going to go with them being, you know, pretty evenly matched. Um, especially if, if Valentini, Valentini fires for Australia. So I think that's a pretty even contest. And it, it just, you know, it just goes back to if, if both sides can sort out their, their execution, uh, maintain their discipline, this is going to be a really tight match. There's almost nothing in this one. Um, with, you know, possibly only home ground being the Puma's sole advantage. Um, in the fly in the uh, halfback positions, Nick White gets the start, and Quade Cooper comes in. Now, here's an interesting call. Quade Cooper hasn't played for the Wallabies for quite a while now, since last year. Uh, he had a real impact in the rugby championship um, for the Wallabies. 
um, and also against France. But, you know, I've, I've liked the look of, of, of White alongside Noah Lolasio, um, who interestingly is nowhere in this lineup. So, yeah, it's Nick White, Quade Cooper. Um, how well those two work off each other is debatable. I think as a counter, uh, Argentina's Thomas Cubelli and Santiago Carreras do work well off each other. I think if Carreras can get his execution right, um, he is just as dangerous, if not more dangerous than Cooper. Cooper's a bit more the seasoned veteran and kind of a much calmer head than he used to be. But he can get, I still think uh, you can rattle him. And, you know, Carreras can be a real tearaway. He's still a work in progress, very much so. Um, he's still transitioning from a fullback role to the role of fly half. But I really like what I see him. He's a very exciting, dynamic player. And, you know, with a bit of stability from Kubele and seasoned head backing him up, I, I think that could be a real dynamic combo. But then so could White and Cooper. So we'll have to see. Um, before I get to the back three, looking at the midfield pairings for both teams, Geronimo de la Fuente and Matias Orlando, uh, for Argentina, um, and Hunter Paisami and Len Ikatao. I actually really like that Wallaby pairing of Paisami and Ikatao. Um, I thought Ikatao is outstanding. Um, and Paisami is getting better and better with each outing. Um, La Fuente and Orlando are operators, they're experienced, they're seasoned veterans. But uh, in terms of uh, particularly Ikatel, he's a real live wire. And if Australia can get their execution and their handling right, he could be a real problem for the Pumas. Um, just going back to the uh, halfbacks, um, interesting that uh, Lautaro uh, Bazan-Velez, the, the Puma's seven-star. He gets another shot um, on the bench. And um, Thomas Albernaz from Benetton, who is a really exciting player. i just not quite sure he's made the transition to, to test level yet, but then he's got to start somewhere. And this is probably the best series for him to do that. So interesting to see if he comes off the bench at all. And then Australia have Jake Gordon, who I'm really 50-50 about in terms of a scrum half replacement for Nick White. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, I don't really have much more to say than I'm, he either has a, a brilliant game or a shocker. Um, I, in a way, would have preferred to see Tate McDermott if I was, if I was uh, the Wallaby coach, but, but we'll see. And then in the backs three, you've got one Cruz Malia at fullback up against Tom Wright. Uh, Tom Wright often plays at the wing, but he's also quite comfortable in the fullback role. And that's where he's been shifted to uh, today in the absence of Tom Banks, who's basically out for the rest of the season with a broken arm. I'm a huge fan of Wright. I think he is probably one of the best things to hit Australia in a long time. Um, and I think he's one of those players who, as they build towards the World Cup, he's only going to get better and better. A genuine attacking threat with ball in hand. Not 100% sure about his kicking game yet, but uh, we're going to find out on Saturday at this level. And Juan Cruz Malia, I think, again, against Scotland, he looked reliable a lot of the time. Um, not perhaps the flashiest player on the park, but definitely reliable. And then on the wings, you've got uh, Emilio ba 
Emiliano Buffelli, who can also shift the fullback. He's quite comfortable there. And Santiago Cordero. Uh, Buffelli, obviously the hero of the Scottish series um, with that um, try, that get match-winning try, and that monster conversion that sealed uh, Argentina the game and the series. So he is probably, I would have to say, Argentina's best player and most valuable player right now. And he'll be up against uh, Jordan Pattaya. Um, I would say Pattaya is the more physical of the two. Um, but Buffelli is a very, very large and rangy unit. Hard man to bring down at speed. Um, plus, he has that absolutely monster boot on him. So, you know, very, very integral part of, of, of the Pumas thinking and, and, and how the kind of game they want to play and, and striking, particularly some kind of soft spots that they'll sense in Australia's defense. Um, and then on the other wing and Cheka's already, uh, the Pumas coach, Michael Cheka has already recognized him as the genuine threat. He is, uh, Marika Korobeti. Um, one of the most outstanding players in the series against England and just in general, one of the most dynamic wingers out there right now. He, his defensive game, I think has improved dramatically. Um, and at speed, man, he is a, tough unit to bring down he is a freight train uh he's gonna make life pretty uncomfortable for santiago cordero uh his opposite number so yeah there you have it and finishing off on on the bench um matthias uh, moroni um as a center option for argentina and reese hodge as either a winger or a fullback option for the wallabies most likely going to be used um, in the fullback position. Uh, in the England series, he didn't look all that comfortable on the wing. Uh, and to be honest, at times he didn't look all that comfortable either in the fullback role. But again, like Buffelli, has a pretty handy boot on him. Um, although I would say defensively, he he's not the best tool in the box. But uh, we shall see. So, yeah, it should be a really, really interesting game. I think, you know, two sides with lots to prove. Australia needs to kind of get their mojo back after losing the series to England. Argentina will want to build on the success of, of winning the series against Scotland um, and really lay down a marker with, with their new coach, Michael Cheka, uh, head of the rugby championship and a very, very tough trip to a potentially severely wounded New Zealand in New Zealand. Um, after this uh, tour from Australia is over. So yeah, they will want to get um, their rugby championship off to a flying start uh, for some tough tests ahead. But yeah, uh, who's going to win it? Like I say, I hate the predictions call. Um, my other concern with this game is the officiating. Uh, the ref in charge is Mike Adamson. I'm not a fan of Mike Adamson. Uh, the Scottish referee, I just don't think he's a test-level ref, and he hasn't really done anything to uh, convince me otherwise. Uh, hoping for a really good, um, yeah, a really good performance from him, because I really don't want this game to be judged on on how it was was officiated. So. Uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, 
that's not the case and we have a genuine contest between two very evenly poised sides um so yeah but anyway cut it short uh i'm avoiding the prediction question but i will stick my neck out and say um a, a closely fought battle but one that i have a hunch could well go uh argentina's way so we shall see like i said 3 p.m eastern tomorrow afternoon available both on tsn's bonus streaming site and premier sports asia with like i say premier sports asia probably having the game on demand about half an hour after the final whistle is blown um i think you saw during the series uh of the summer tours last month um some of the commentary on premier uh, Sports Asia during halftime left a little bit to be desired in the sense that there was kind of a lack of it, whereas there seemed to be a little bit more on TSN. I didn't watch that much of TSN, so I can't really comment, but that was one thing that um, people did comment on uh, with uh, TSN often having um, Stan Sport, whose coverage is excellent at halftime, the Australian network. So we shall see. Um, but uh, like I say, uh, I'm working tomorrow, so I'm going to have to watch these on demand uh, once I finish work tomorrow afternoon. So, yeah, my money is going to be on Premier Sports Asia. Anyway, enjoy the games. It should be a thrilling Saturday with so much on the line for actually all four teams. Obviously, the big one in Nelspruit tomorrow, but for these teams as well, a lot to prove and a lot of statements to make. So enjoy the games, folks, and uh, I will try and get something out on the blog about these matches, uh, but uh, I've been on holiday this week, and I'm only just back, and I'm back at work tomorrow, so I'll have to be honest and say that may not happen today. I will make up for it next week, but I will have a crack at putting something out on the blog as well in writing on these games, but we'll have to see how that goes. Either way, enjoy the games, folks. Um, should be a great Saturday. Take care and hope everybody's enjoying the summer and we shall speak to you soon.